Welcome to Vision Forward's Tech Connect Live, connecting you to the world of assistive technology. And now, here are your hosts, Corey and Luke. Hello, 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 and welcome to Tech Talk Live. Oh wait, that's not the name of the show anymore. <laughs> welcome to Tech welcome Connect to, Live. Uh, 2021. <laughs> and we're back with... Can we do this episode in a, in a deep, pure... Deep dive. Um, can we do it in a pure musical fashion? Oh, um, I'm not a good singer. Well, that's okay, nor am I. Oh, okay. Hello, Corey, and how are you today? <laughs> okay, we're done. <laughs> I can't do it. I tried, I tried. It's what the people wanted, but the people are not going to get it. I do not recall a single, <laughs> single person. I'm assuming. Saying, I'm, I, would, I would like you to sing the whole time. I'm <laughs> making an assumption. <laughs> uh, hello, everybody. Guess Howdy. what? It's Thursday. Guess yes. what? Again, it's 2024. And guess what? This is the second episode of the year. It's the first time I'm back in the studio. That's right, uh, yes. In yes. 2024. Yes. Uh, surprisingly, we did successfully manage to do a split show last time. We did. Uh, which was uh, Corey at home enjoying his home cinema and me in the studio. But this time we are both in the studio. We are back and ready for action, ready to face the year ahead. Corey, what is going to be the greatest thing that this year will bring? This year will bring yes. three things. Okay. World peace. Wow, okay, we're starting off with the big guns. Okay, um, yeah. A new hamburger from McDonald's. Okay, that's probably more important. And yeah. lastly, it yes. will bring... Um, yes. It will, it'll be a mystery. Oh, okay. Yep, we have to a, wait and find out. If anybody M. Night Shyamalan movie, oh, there'll be a twist. That, that sounds bad. I only thought of two things. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody has any predictions for the year, then please put them into the chat. Uh, world peace, will Corby be correct? Yes. Um, hopefully. That would be nice. I'm yeah. going to have a third child and name it World Peace. That's how we're going <laughs> to... That would be an incredible actually, name. I will not have a third child. <laughs> no, no, two is enough. Yeah. That's the kind of name that Hollywood stars give to their I, children. Actually, I think, it did not to get on a tangent, but yeah. I do think somebody uh, changed their name or was their name like in uh, uh, high school or, or college basketball, some sport. I swear their name is World Peace. Maybe producer Jonathan, maybe you could quick... Google, but I think there is a sports person right now called World, World Peace, Peace, or, Peace awesome. or something to that effect. That is very I might cool. be actually way off. Way off here too. Well, that's the benefit of having producer Jonathan. He is going to find out the facts because we only deal in cold hard <laughs> facts only, on this very, show. Very true. Yes, and also opinion and conjecture. Yeah, <laughs> and, and most of our opinions are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, Corey, tomorrow, big day. What happens tomorrow? Tomorrow is Friday. Yeah. Tomorrow Big we day. shoot a video. Oh, we do. Yeah, uh, actually, point. there's also the pre-order mm. for the Apple Vision Pro. And yeah. maybe we'll talk a little bit about that with our special guest later on this Indeed. session. We'll just see how time goes. But, yeah, um, no, I would like to get to that. So, yes, we do have a special guest on today's show. The one, the only, Carrie Morales from Carry On Accessibility. Yeah. Hey. Abruptly, Carrie, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us on the show. We are honored to have you as our esteemed guest today. Well, that's good. I hope you've been laughing at us. I was us just going to say, not we, with us. we do like to be laughed at. <laughs> uh, I will say at the top here if anybody in the chat has any questions for Carrie, then please go ahead and put them in the chat. Or if anybody wants to talk about, uh, you know, whatever, really, we're pretty open, aren't we? Yeah, we yeah. are. And I think we'll check. We're going to, it's a little hard to check audio levels. So I think mm. uh, Jonathan's going to take a listen here and just make sure that 
we are all kind of equaled out a little bit. Yeah, if anybody has any so, suggestions yeah, about uh, audio levels, please let us know, because it's kind of difficult to judge. Now, I will say, Carrie, I did notice when we uh, chatted to you briefly in the pre-show that your voice is coming across very nice and crisply. Can you tell us what <laughs> microphone you are using? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, well, I will say, whatever it is, it's doing it a, a very a nice job. a good recommendation. Yeah. Get a friend, Friendly. even better, get a friend to buy it for you. Oh, that's, there you go. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the best recommendation mm -hmm. right there. Uh, well, it's, uh, it's very nice and clear, so we definitely do appreciate that. Now, Carrie, uh, at the top here, I would like you, if you don't mind, just to tell us a little bit about yourself for people who might not be familiar with you. Maybe tell us a bit about your background, and if you feel comfortable talking about your you know, vision, then you can tell us about that and whatever else you might like to say. Uh, Carrie, just, I'm sorry to interrupt. We seem to be having some technical issues here. Well, I mean, it depends if you consider them technical issues. At this moment, only we are heard on YouTube. Uh, yes, you are, you are not being Carrie. heard. Now, I do consider that a technical. I would say that's so, a technical Maybe we issue. can jump in over here to make sure. <clears throat> Wait, yes. but if we are being... Hmm. Okay, give oh. us a second, everybody. So, I'm thinking maybe this might be a mix. Oh, are we issue. muted there? Uh, no, it should be coming through number six over USB. So it is coming through the computer. Uh, USB mix minus is turned on. Should we turn it off? I don't. You can try, but I don't think that matters. But give it a quick. All check. right, Carrie, go ahead and uh, say hello, something hello. for us. But now we won't hello, know hello. until Ooh. we catch up. I don't, I'm not seeing it coming through on OBS. Are you hearing an echo there, Carrie? There's a bit of an yeah, echo. Yeah. So or we feedback? want to turn that um, off. Yeah. Okay. Let me turn that off. Please hold. We literally used exactly these same settings last week to do this same yes. thing, and they worked perfectly well. Uh, but of course, they don't work now. You want to check in OBS real quick? <laughs> you want to check what the sound card is in in We can, um, on we can hear it on YouTube. You made one change a little bit ago, and you just heard her. Oh, so, oh, so we do have to turn it off. But then she's yeah. going to get... Okay, I'm afraid you're going to get a that's bit okay. of an echo here, Carrie. Hopefully that's not going to be too distracting. But I would say having an echo is definitely better than people not being able to hear you at all. So. One thing you might do real quick is yeah. check the computer's uh, sound card, if you change that. not the, the Oh, the sound. actual computer itself. Yeah, well, one not, second, we're just going to try one thing I think here. it's looping. That might be doing it, too. Uh, it's set to the TV at the moment. Oh, well, then that this is, is one reason completely I don't not use what I expect. Uh, yeah, it can get a little bit confusing, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, why is it? Okay. Is well, it okay for you, though, Carrie? It's, it's totally fine. Okay. Don't worry hey. about it. Let's live with it because I think it sounds okay going across, yeah. but yes. not. Uh, okay, so let's go wonderful. from the top, Carrie. If you could please tell us a little bit about yourself, that would be fantastic. Sure. Hi, everybody. I'm Carrie Morales from Carry On Accessibility. I'm a creator on YouTube. I'm also on Facebook and uh, Instagram and TikTok. I'm also on X, Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what I call it now, X, Twitter, X. <laughs> um, as Carrie on A11Y. And yeah, I make content about accessibility and technology. I um, have an addiction, probably. That's maybe that's a good <laughs> or a bad thing to technology, um, and I something that I really enjoy. I've been legally blind since birth. I have something called aniridia syndrome, where it's an underdevelopment of my iris and my eyes in general, 
And um, I guess my vision is about 20 over 800 or 20 over 1,000, depending on the day and the lighting and mm -hmm. all that. Yeah. And depending on the doctor, you know, all that. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I've been on YouTube for, hmm, I started my new channel, Care and Accessibility, last year, the end of last year, I think. Um, and then I used to have an old channel called Live Accessible, which a lot of people still know me by. Yeah. Um, but that is now um, discontinued. Now, what did you say to us uh, in the pre-show, Carrie? <laughs> yeah, that well, some how do some people refer to that channel at this point? Uh, <laughs> yeah, instead of live or live accessible, yeah. it's dead accessible. <laughs> yes, we're going to embrace that. Yes, uh, that's a great idea. You it should lives <laughs> on, on YouTube. It does live on in YouTube. Content that's never dies. No, no, for, for better exactly. and for worse. Yeah, just, okay. <laughs> uh, what inspired you, uh, Carrie, to start doing the whole YouTube thing? Yeah, so I've been watching YouTube since I was young in high school, and I guess I was one of those idealistic teenagers, I was like, oh, that would be so cool if I could be on YouTube. And it wasn't until I used to work at a low vision center and I'd help people with assistive technology or, or daily living aids. Um, and uh, I helped out with a low vision specialist that would come every month. Um, and I just wanted to follow up with people. You know, they don't always come back, right? And I'm like, well, I wish there was a way for them to still and put out the information without necessarily them having to go to a place, right? Yeah. Uh, I am in the generation of let's go digital, let's mm -hmm. go on the internet. <laughs> and so that's kind of what I wanted. And when I had my son and when he was a baby, I decided to stay home and become a stay-at-home mom. And I had a little, a little bit more time than usual. And so I uh, binge watched a whole bunch of uh, YouTube videos on how to start a YouTube channel and what to do. And yeah, that's long history now. And I've been on here for many years. It's interesting that you uh, say that because I agree completely. Like um, when I started on YouTube, it was because, like, obviously, this was going to be the future in terms of, you know, getting information out there about things, right? Mm -hmm. um, obviously, like, it was just, it was just very clear. And I think, I think, uh, I originally started in 2012 or 13, and uh, it was just very clear that, you know, this was going to be how people were going to get information about all sorts of things. Yeah. Yeah, and so it's like, you know, it was like, well, let's get on board this, let's get doing this. Um, and it's, I feel like it's all evolved so much now. Like when I first started, when I was still working at the Chicago Lighthouse, our videos, let's say they were very rough and ready to begin with. But at the time, you know, the, the general sort of production a, level was lower. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say that. It's like, I, I think back, like we started a vision forward before you came on, Luke, yeah. when you were still at the Lighthouse. Mm -hmm. And all of our videos, I was doing them, and they were all one take. Yeah. That was, that was it, mm. and really single camera, no editing. If you ask our producer, he'd, still, he'd say they still are one take. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. <laughs> but, but, it, but you're right, at that time, it was sort of, it was okay. Yeah, I mean, the people, expectations were lower. Yeah, right? people didn't, mm -hmm. now we're at a point where production and in, in stuff is so much easier for people to dive into and, mm -hmm. and try. And I think people are now realizing that viewers want more 
Uh, yeah. You know, you're, you're competing against you are. So it's, many the, the landscape is very competitive. I, uh, I was making pretty rough and ready videos, but they would always do really well just because there wasn't that much yes. out there, you know? So, like, uh, I did an eSight 3 video and it has like 160,000 views or something at this point, just because yeah. at the time, you know, the, the competition wasn't there. But now, like, there's so many people making such slick content. <laughs> it's I mean, like, it's, it's, it's amazing. Crazy. Like, I think about doing a search on YouTube for a specific... So, side note, one of the project I'm doing right now is I'm building a automatic smart dog water. Uh, so whenever the water bowl is empty, it automatically fills by itself. <laughs> Because okay. I'm tired of filling my dog's water bottle all the time. Okay. Plus, I just always need a project. So that's my current one. Yeah. But Wait, when you say building, like, in what I, I, way? Well, taking a, a water bowl and then using a smart water sensor so that when the water is empty, it then senses that the water is empty, and then that alerts uh, the faucet that turns on. I'm running a faucet, right? Uh, and the wall coming up from the floor. So then it turns on the faucet automatically and fills the bowl and then turns off when it's full. That is incredible. Yeah. So the hey, do like, you have a liquid level indicator in the bowl? So I you know, know it's full. Funny <laughs> that, was, yeah. But anywho, the point was any topic you want, you do a search and, you, and you'll get a, hand, a handful to hundreds of videos. Oh, yeah. Depending on what exactly. It is. Yeah. And I find it amazing now where within a few seconds, I'm moving on to the next one if I don't like the person's voice. I know, right? If yeah. it's slow, yeah. if it's bo yeah. whatever it yeah. might be, because you have so many options now. Mm -hmm. uh, we're I back. slightly disagree. Okay. I mean, I agree in a way in the sense of all of YouTube, perhaps, and man many general topics, but I think that there's a huge lack of details and videos and information when it comes to assistive technology and accessibility. So I think it's still a wide open market, honestly, for video content creation. Yeah, yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. Um, we're having another technical issue for anyone who's blind doesn't, may not know, but our, we just lost our, video. our camera turned off. For, this is seriously. I don't understand. Um, I, I, why do we do this? Why does anyone I don't do, think we mean to do Why it. does anyone do YouTube? <laughs> that, yeah, back. Anyways, yep. um, I agree with you, Kerry. I think you're right. I think there is a much smaller market for assistive technology. One of the other things, too, and I say this, and I, I guess I'm trying to be careful because I'm really not trying to knock anybody who's... Just let who's, it who's out, Corey. Come I, on. I think there's, <laughs> there's limited information about assistive technology, but you mm. also got to be really careful about the sometimes getting the uh, the wrong info. So what, too, is, what right? you're saying is people should not be watching our channel. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <I'm not laughs> well, we don't have video or audio, so they're not really. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I think, I mean, I think everyone being able to create their own YouTube channel just by having an iPhone is awesome. Yeah. But you also run the risk then, too, of sometimes getting... Yeah, uh, yeah, that's, that's I guess that's true, yeah. true for everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, so, Carrie, you had mentioned it. Um, we had mentioned it as well, Live Accessible. This is the previous YouTube channel, the foundational channel, if we may. Yeah. And um, that was going for a while, and it seemed to be uh, pretty successful. Um, but then you actually created an entire new channel and a new brand, really, because, I mean, you have a, a website and uh, you have a podcast associated with this and all of this stuff as well. So what was the, uh, the impetus? What was the driving force be uh, behind you doing that? Uh, really, there were a few factors. Uh, first, um, there was a big life change, and let's just chalk it up to that um <laughs> okay, but also i wanted to start anew if you guys go back to your first 
YouTube videos. Oh, God, I'm yes. sure you probably wouldn't want to. <laughs> yes, <watch> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I still cringe at like the first videos that I've made for <laughs> Linux Accessible. And the problem is people still comment on it and they're saying, thank yeah. you. And mm -hmm. I'm like, why are you still watching this? But regardless, <laughs> um, I didn't necessarily want it to delete that mm. but i wanted to start anew uh, with the experience that i've already gained and uh, just rebrand so that it's more of um so it's something that's my own new channel yeah that makes sense was there any was there any new philosophy behind the new channel or was it pretty much kind of keeping on doing the same thing but uh, with with better production values or, or whatever it might be um a little bit of both. I wanted to also capture accessibility. Um, I, I know a lot of my Live Accessible focused, I felt, feel like, assistive technology. Mm -hmm. And whereas like COA or Carry On Accessibility takes technology more as a whole, whether it's mainstream and or, or specifically made for our community. Uh, and just accessibility in general, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And uh, it seems like, correct me if I'm wrong here, but if one were to visit your website, uh, which, Carrie, do you want to give us a URL for the website? Sure, it's carryonaccessibility.com. Okay, C -A -R -R -I -E. so. C-A-R-R-I-E. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Jonathan, maybe you could put that in the, in the chat as well. But uh, yeah, if somebody goes there, you do have kind of information about collaboration and about kind of, uh, you know, accessibility in general. Um, so are you working with people, you know, uh, just in general accessibility terms to improve websites or, you know, just make products more accessible? Or uh, what, what's, what is it that you're aiming to do? Sure, so I do some beta testing um, for a few different companies right now, but I also uh, talk to different developers, um, sometimes people who are, um, still studying, doing their masters or their doctorates or other things like that, um, to give them a sense of what's important to think, to keep in mind when you're working with people with disabilities or accessibility in general. Um, and I also do a little bit of testing, manual testing for accessibility for websites or mobile um, applications and things like that. Um, I've done some of those projects, but I feel that um, my core value is making sure that companies, organizations, businesses, while they're designing and while they're implementing new features, that they know what they should be considering to yeah. make their stuff accessible. That makes sense. And obviously, there's nobody better than somebody who's in the community to be giving that type of uh, advice. Yeah. I always felt Definitely. it's kind of difficult to do, you know, I'm not sure what your background is, Carrie, and I was going to ask you in a moment. But, you know, I think sometimes that accessibility testing, there's only almost kind of two levels to it. There's like the usability of I'm just a user. Mm -hmm and I'm unable to use this app because the button's not labeled or wh whatever it might be, right. versus the individual who then who identifies and then says, this is how you fix it. Yeah, and yeah. How about, like, that's not me. My background isn't in coding or, do, you know, but, but, you know, but we can, but I, but I can do kind of the more usability. And I, I'm not sure, Carrie, what your background is, what got you into assistive technology, and if you have some of that programming background or kind of where your comfort level is. 
Yeah, so uh, I have a little bit of coding background. I'm familiar with uh, HTML and CSS, a little bit of ARIA. I'm actually still studying for that. Oh, um, cool. and, and learning all of the actual technical parts of it. And I think that everybody's still learning it because sure. it's it's an industry that's still new, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I do usability testing. I, I also work with uh, Fable, and they partner with different companies and have a lot of different testers testing their uh, their clients' um, products. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so I believe Jonathan, did you have something from the chats? Let me uh, turn on your microphone here. Uh, yes. So we've been seeing a couple of well wishes from the chat. Excellent. Um, and specifically, it seems like we have some people who are also interested in learning how to record and edit their own videos, but they have varying degrees of vision loss. Some people yeah. are totally blind. Okay. Um, and so they sort of want to know uh, what are the nuts and bolts. Mm. Um, I, they, they've got some regular technical equipment. Um, I think they've got a MacBook Pro and an iPhone. So like what? Okay. What we might see from like a uh, more casual creator. How does it really work? I yeah. think that's an interesting question. You know, I think of like Carrie, and I think of Sam from the Blind Life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, these are tip. And Carrie, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't believe that you have a, a, a producer and an editor uh, and things like that. You're doing everything your, yourself. So what? Yeah. What was that? What was that? Pro how did that process kind of work out for you? Finding tools that were accessible, figuring out ways. To work around vision loss, what 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 was that journey kind of like? Yeah, honestly, it's challenging. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, how do I center myself in the camera? How do I know? Yeah, yeah. if it's back facing or rear facing. Yeah. I started out YouTube on my phone. Um, I didn't have a camera. I um, I still don't always use the fancy camera that I bought um, because it's so small and it's really hard to use and see. And you know, it'd be great if I had. A producer, sure. yeah. <laughs> but I don't. Maybe um, we can uh, rent to Jonathan out to you. Oh, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the answer to everyone who wants to do a YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, just rent, rent Jonathan. <laughs> that would be great. Um, but honestly, a lot of it is less to do with the products that you use and um, practice. A lot of practice. Sure. I will sit there, especially in the beginning. I would just sit there and record myself about fifty times. And I wouldn't be happy with any of them. And I do it again another 50 times, and I still wouldn't be happy. And then I would be like, okay, fine. Um, I'm just going to take this one take, and that's it. I'm going to just post this. Uh, and that was like me in the beginning. Or I would just do very, very minimal edits. Mm -hmm. uh, and I've been using something called Filmora, which I don't recommend because it's not screen reader um, accessible. Know. But I do have uh, co-creators that, you know, they they start out with um, iMovie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then I have uh, friends who use uh, Reaper. Mm -hmm. And it is a big learning curve, especially when it comes to using it with a screen reader. Um, but it's possible. And you can also uh, click, clip, oh gosh, what is the name of it? I always get it wrong. Click Champ, or is it Clip Champ? Or something like that. It's a free yeah. uh, Windows uh, video editor, oh, cool. which is uh, partially accessible. Um, and there's a, and, and it's also free. Yeah, there's a paid version, but there's also a free sure. version. Mm -hmm. um, and honestly, a lot of it is practice and just yeah. 
having a lot of patience. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. I think when it, you know, from a visually impaired standpoint, I think the hardest part of the whole thing is sort of like you said, number one, getting yourself centered and all that, but the editing piece. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's the hard, the hardest part. And so, I think you're right, Carrie. The more practice you do, you get better at potentially doing it in a one take or doing it in a yeah. way where you don't have to make very many edits at all. Yeah. Plus you just become more natural. You know, I think all of us, as you said earlier, mm -hmm. going back to your first video, you know, listening <laughs> to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but listening to yourself, you know, your your first video versus the last one you've done, it really does show such a huge mm -hmm. growth. Uh, yeah, I think at, at first you're very conscious of being in the camera's view. Yeah. But then mm -hmm. once you've done it enough, you forget about the camera and you just be yourself. And that's when it starts to come together, I think, you know. One of the most frustrating moments in my life when I was first starting YouTube is I would record and I would think it was okay. And I would send it to uh, my sister. And every time she would tell me, can could you be more natural? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was natural. being natural. Yeah. I was like, I am being natural. What yeah. do you mean? And she's like, you're not being natural. And it's so hard to look at it objectively. Mm -hmm. I, uh, yeah. I have a I have a client yeah. who uh, who posts numerous videos oh, yeah, yeah. every day, and uh, he is uh, he's totally blind. Um, he just uses his iPhone voiceover, films everything on the phone. Uh, and it's direct to YouTube. And he is himself. Um, say again. And he is himself. Oh, he is very much himself. Uh, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. yeah. It, um, but know. I mean, I mean, the point the point was, I think that even with just a phone, forgetting about the editing piece, it is possible to get yeah. yourself out there on YouTube. Whether you're using a screen reader or otherwise, it's possible to get yourself out there on YouTube. And like you know, it, if you want to do the whole edited video piece, you know, then that's a whole other thing. But if you just want to get out there and have your voice heard, you know, it doesn't have to be super complex. I would also put here uh, one little tip. I would really encourage you, if you're using your iPhone, yeah. turn off your speech before yes. you start recording. That's a good, <laughs> good, uh, good tip. Thank yes. you. Yeah, good. Yep, absolutely. And I think now, too, how many, you know, I'm, I'm wondering, as generations are coming up now, is it is it now TikTok where oh, yeah, it's better? So, yeah. A little at first, I think TikTok was mm -hmm. well, and I think this was true about YouTube too. At first, they were both those platforms were really geared towards just on your phone, raw kind of uncut, and then yeah. YouTube turned into like high production. Yes, TikTok, same thing. It was out and about in your phone, but now TikTok has become oh really produced. You know, I think as soon as you incorporate any kind of um, monetization suddenly mm. things pick up but mm. but my, my, my point is uh, you're right I think using a phone there there's a niche there there's a there's something there about um, seeing somebody live and yeah, something being raw. themselves and raw and yeah, yeah there, there's something interesting about that that angle of it you know Carrie it's funny that you were talking about you know doing multiple takes and you know doing 50 takes <laughs> and trying to find the best one Corey and I have a uh, filming policy it's called no Re no regrets filming yep and we basically sit down first take is the best take. and just go just pretty much roll with the first take <laughs> no, I'm too much of a perfectionist to do that yeah that's where well, that's we where we uh, fail. could uh, we could uh, we could probably use some of your <laughs> advice because by the end of our video shoots we're 
We don't, I don't, sometimes we don't even finish the take and we're like, it's good enough. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you stitch it together and edit in, Jonathan. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was Poor actually... I, I was listening... I know. Um, I was listening to a podcast the other day from a guy who does three-hour podcasts by himself every week. And, uh, and he was talking about the, the, the live aspect of doing it. He does them live. He's talking about the live aspect and how much he enjoys the, that side of things. And uh, I actually kind of feel the same, Corey. Like, I, I feel like I enjoy more this live presentation than creating the produced videos. Just because when it's live, it's like, you know, there's, there's there good energy there, you know, you know there's people there to interact with. It's, it's a different thing. There's something also about being live where if you make a, a mistake, yeah. you quickly, it lives on forever. Well, you, you quickly fix it and move on, yeah. where when it's, pre, when it's recorded, you go, oh my gosh, I made a mistake, let's start over. Like you're yeah, so yeah, yeah, focused yeah, yeah. on what you say. Yes. That, that, I think that's part of that being natural too, is that mm -hmm. it, it can tend to come off not so natural because you're like, I am talking perfectly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're really trying to be natural, so yeah. then you're not natural. Carrie, when you do your videos, how do you feel? Do you do you tend to feel more comfortable when there are people connected or watching? It's. I, I think most of your videos are just kind of you, correct? Yeah, a lot of my videos. Uh, well, I do different types. So I have mm. shorts, which are a lot of fun to do but uh and easier because they're short mm. <laughs> then there's the long form that take hours for me to edit and record and do everything else and then i also do live streams and those are a lot of fun there's a few of my um audience in the live chat right now oh, cool. that, oh, uh, usually attend my live streams and they're, 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 they're making a ruckus over there we'll, but we'll, apologize. Okay. we'll apologize to them right now for <laughs> oh no no my i will not apologize <laughs> They are a little bit like this, you know, something always goes wrong. Oh, that's yeah. Well, that's, part, that's all part of the fun, though, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's a lot of fun to really engage with the community when it's live streaming. Exactly. And sometimes I have, like, guests or co-hosts or whatnot. Uh, and that is um, really great to have immediate feedback from the community and also be able to answer their questions right away. But I will say... In the long term, usually long form videos are the most popular on YouTube mm. and um, YouTube is the best place right now mm -hmm. where you can get monetized and a long form is still the way to go. Yeah, I would agree sure. with that. Our long form videos definitely do perform better in the in the long run than the, the live videos. Yeah, mm. I, I feel like we do sort of the same where we have shorts and we have some that are 15 minutes and then mm -hmm. we have these hour long yeah. and, and our 15 minute-ish produced videos tend to perform better than, yes. than most, you know, they, they kind of mm -hmm. uh, have the best numbers. And Corey, we also have a podcast which can be found at? Your podcast app of choice mm. by searching for <laughs> uh, Vision Forward Tech Connect. Indeed, and uh, Carrie, you also have a podcast which uh, I believe is called Epic Ally where Ally would be, what, A11Y, one of those types yes. of jobs? Okay, yeah. Uh, so that is, uh, now, okay. Tell us a bit about that podcast. It's honestly a uh, work in progress. It's what YouTube calls a podcast. Mm. It's a uh, podcast playlist um, on YouTube, and it's also available on YouTube Music. I have yet to figure out or set up a way for people to listen on audio, um, Apple Music or Apple Podcasts or whatever it is. Mm -hmm, sure. um, 
Yeah. Well, I think Not we. Yet. What do we use, Jonathan, for our uh, podcasting? Uh... Most of the time, we send ours through uh, Pinecast. Pinecast. Which, which goes Pinecast. Apple yeah. and mm. Spotify. Yes. And we uh, a whole bunch of other. And we've, and we've used Podbean. In we the past were using as well. Podbean. So I, I typically have gotten some. I usually, not always, but. Uh, Jonathan Mosen had had he he had recommended Pinecast, and Jonathan's been in the field for for years and years and years, and has done tons of audio. So mm-hmm. Pinecast, from an accessibility standpoint, had been pretty good. Now I haven't been in the back end of it for a long time yeah. now, but they do make it really easy to um, push out to all the other platforms. That's a nice like thing. Like one yeah. button. Mm-hmm. But being on YouTube, as you're saying, Carrie, I'm not sure if they create an RSS feed. Well, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of interesting, though, to use YouTube uh, as your not your sole platform, but even you know having some podcasts uh, within YouTube too. That kind of makes sense to keep it all together. I mean, uh, I do intend to put it on somewhere. Yeah. That, so for audio listeners, I just haven't gotten around to it. Sure, it's uh, on the yeah. list on the list of projects. Yes. Jonathan, do we have something exactly. in the chat here? Well, we we are enjoying playing host to some of uh, Carrie's. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, indeed. Thank you for joining us. We even have Hapreet back asking oh, do. about uh, if Adobe software uh, is uh, compatible with screen readers. Uh, That's uh, a great question. I mean, I've used Premiere, but uh, not with no. a screen reader. Yeah. Yeah. As far as I know. Okay. No. No, um, it is not. Okay, so Carrie says no. So yeah. sorry, Harpreet, but uh, you'll have to find an alternative by yeah, the sounds of it. Not quite there yet. No. But there is also someone who uh, Miss Bayfong is asking uh, if we can mention the live dross report. I'm not exactly sure what that oh, is. Oh, right, right. Okay, Carrie so knows. <laughs> yeah, Carrie knows. Yeah. <laughs> that is uh, my friend and co-host Jared uh, Tough Bayfong. Uh-huh. Yeah. Don't, don't correct me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and we do uh, each month. We um, just have a, mostly it's a community chat. It was originally a um, book related like uh, live stream, but it's kind of morphed into just a, mostly a social uh, fun talk. Being two blind people that enjoys uh, books, fantasy, and anything in between. Sure. I Hold on a second. Okay, so I was watching a video of you which was released, I believe, in January, which was a wrap-up of 2023 and maybe looking forward to 2024, and there was two gentlemen yes. who had joined you on that. that was one of those gentlemen who was a uh, person we're referring to here? Okay, that's no, what I thought. No. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't? Oh, okay. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. So those, no, were two, was... those are two other people. Yes, those are uh, two of my colleagues in, in accessibility testing and all that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I enjoyed that video so, quite a lot. Speaking of, of 2023, <laughs> we had a bit of a, a bit of a wrap-up show as well, and yeah. we talked about some of the things that we were really excited about in 2023. I'm curious, Carrie, from your perspective, what do you think was the, the big sort of uh, the big story or the big takeaway from 2023 did you have a specific product or service or or whatever it might be that you were that you ended the year really excited about it's it's all about ai that's what i figured (laughs) every single piece of assistive technology that we have (laughs) it's already being integrated on phones now Mm. and um i I know we briefly talked about the Celeste glasses, yeah. which basically, if you guys know what Be My AI is, mm-hmm. or um, you can take a picture and it will use AI to describe it for you. It also has OCR 
that is something that's supposed to be shipping to me sometime soon that oh, I good. can get my grubby little hands on it to try it. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I, no, I saw that you had done a video with uh, one of the developers of that product. So, yes. uh, the, so the Celeste, I, I was uh, interested in just because I hadn't actually heard of it until I saw your video. And what it basically is, is a pair of black rimmed uh, sunglasses, yeah. but they're smart glasses, right? They have a camera in the front. And um, yeah, it seems like they have some of that AI functionality. So uh, in terms of the features for those, is it, uh, is it just like scene description or they do OCR and then is there anything else that they have going on? Yeah, you have OCR, scene description, and then you have a smart assistance that, uh, assistant that you can ask questions, whether it's related to an image that, you know, you, the glasses have taken or mm. it could just be speaking to chat, uh, a chat GPT-like assistant. Yeah, got you. Yeah. So I have, to, I have to agree with you 100% about AI. And I think at first I was like, well, it's, that's okay. And sure, now I'm going to know more about this picture. But I had, the more I use it, the more I realize how, I hate to say life-changing because it starts to get a little kind of corny, mm. but I, Don't stop trying. Um, Transformative. No. Yeah, last week, <laughs> I think it was last week, I think it was the week before, it doesn't mm. matter. I got a check in the mail from a family member. Mm. Uh, they, uh, my family pays me. They're so excited to be uh, related to me that they all pay me. Um, so they sent me a check, and it was handwritten, just a standard check. And I took out Be My Eyes. I'm like, I'm going to try this once. And mm -hmm. with Be My AI, I took a picture of the front of the check. And the way that it described, the way it explained it to me literally was like a human I handed the check to. They're like... It said, this is, this is a check. It is made out to this person. The amount is, is this much. They've written out this amount. The memo field is blank. Mm -hmm. And it was all handwritten, and it was mm -hmm. able to do it. I mean, it was, it was just one of those moments where you're like, okay, this is why AI is going to be, why it's going to transform mm -hmm. products in, in our lives, because it, it's not, I'm so used to that just reading what it sees in whatever sort of order it thinks makes sense, you yeah. know, your standard OCR. Yeah, but this is actually intelligent. That's what I mean. It's, yeah. Again, it's like a human was explaining the check to me. I, yeah. I'm curious, Carrie, if you've had any experiences like that uh, where, where AI just sort of just changed, you know, made you kind of like, oh my gosh, this really is going to be great. Yeah, I mean, for all of those reasons, uh, I also really like the idea. Uh, I feel like this may be cliche of an example, but a menu, for example, a menu. Mm -hmm. And when you take out Google Lookout or Seeing AI and you point it at the menu, you're going to get a huge word explosion, right? And mm -hmm. instead of when you pass the menu over to somebody who's sighted and you're like, oh, what's on the menu? Well, what, what are you looking for? Yeah. Uh, well, this is what I see, this item and that item. And they don't like necessarily tell you the price of each item, unlike a regular OCR. And that's the nice thing about this AI. You get what information you want when. Mm -hmm. And you're in control of that. Yeah. And that's like really great for me. I also really like asking questions. Um, I'm yeah. less interested in the scene description than I am in asking questions like what's happening across the street from me? Mm -hmm. um, what are those children doing in the park that are playing with my son? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, well, you're, yeah, you're totally right. I mean, in our Be My Eyes video, you know, I took a picture of 
of this scene and Luke was sitting on a bench mm -hmm. and it told me there was a bench and that somebody was sitting and then I asked it what side of the bench they were sitting on so that I knew then what side to go and sit on. You know, those are like, mm -hmm. it's like, you're right. It, the questions are the more important. I don't exactly care that it's a beautiful autumn day with the blah, blah. That's, uh, sure, that's nice, but really we need actionable information. Like I need to know what to do. And, you know, and you're, you're, you're talking about the menu. I think that AI brings, what we've been missing in OCR as people who are blind is the ability to visually scan. Mm -hmm. People who are sighted can just quickly scan a menu, see sandwiches and just start reading. And then from there, scan and find chicken, mm. you know, or, mm -hmm. or turkey or whatever sandwich you want. <laughs> Where, you know, when you're sushi. blind and relying on OCR. <laughs> Wait, a sushi sandwich? Isn't a sushi, a sushi its own sandwich? <laughs> I, kind of if, a if a sushi sandwich does not exist, it certainly it should. should. Not, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, you, you, AI allows us to, we're, it, it's almost the closest thing to visually scanning that we've gotten to where mm. we can just say, what turkey sandwiches are on the menu? I, I love sandwiches. how you phrased uh, actionable information. Yeah, I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Yeah. I, I, Again, at times, sure, I want to know the beautiful scene, mm. but nine out of ten times, mm -hmm. I need to do something. Yeah. Like it's a tool. You are yeah. using the tool to achieve exactly. a purpose. Exactly. And, that, and the questions is how you get that information. One feature I'm really excited for on the Celeste, I, again, uh, I want to preface this by I haven't tried this. Mm -hmm. I don't mm -hmm. know what it's actually going to be like. Yeah. But one of the features that it's supposed to have is the ability to uh, ask it to continuously scan your environment and read things aloud to you. So, oh. for example, this is me at the mall. I get out my magnifier mm -hmm. and I'm trying to read the signs sure. and they're like in cursive and weird things. Mm -hmm. I can't see it. And then I try another OCR and it's reading every single thing around mm, me, yeah. <laughs> which is really annoying. Um, and this, you can ask it supposedly read all the store signs as I pass by. Mm. And so it'll continuously taking pi take pictures and as it updates and sees new store signs, it will read it for you. And it must, maybe with AI, it knows to ignore like sales signs that yeah, are lower I, down. If, I mean, if that, that works, that, I mean. that will be yeah. really cool. Uh, Jonathan, from the chat, I believe. Yeah, yeah. so we're getting some uh, commonalities with AI. Uh, a lot mm. of people are agreeing that it does make follow-up questions and things like that a lot more useful. Mm -hmm. um, someone's complaining that they've caught AI hallucinating sometimes. Oh yeah, that is a thing. Yeah, <laughs> making up that is things. also a thing. So yes. one, one of the questions that might be good is: Has uh, has Carrie herself encountered? Uh, any of those issues? AI hallucinations? Mm. <laughs> is it AI yeah. like? Just like messing with us, like oh yeah, I'm probably gonna, it's yeah. it's the precursor to the takeover. We uh, we've named <laughs> a, uh, it, we believe that AI stands for Arthur Indigo, yeah. who's just a guy <laughs> hanging out who has to look at all these pictures and he then answers I, all the questions. And yeah, answers yeah, and exactly, so yeah. At some point, he's like, I've been working for seven years straight. I'm hallucinating. <laughs> uh, yeah, Carrie. So any uh, any uh, experiences with AI hallucination? Uh, yes, mm. yes. Uh, there have been times I. There was one video actually that I 
shared it. Uh, I took a picture of my shelf with Be My AI, and it yeah. told me there was a helicopter. <laughs> um, <laughs> awesome. I'm like, a helicopter? And now it's become a neat meme right in, a, in my community. Where's yeah. the helicopter? <laughs> I like That's it. That's pretty good. I remember, um, Corey, uh, taking a picture of my office with Seeing AI's scene description. Yeah. This is before the, uh, the GPT integration stuff. And uh, it told me it was a toilet. So that was nice. Huh. Yeah. Well, yeah, we also <laughs> used, uh, we used Seeing AI. Uh, the low, the uh, where you where you record a route. Mm. And remember, I was walking down the hallway, and it was <laughs> yeah. saying it was saying suitcase and refrigerator. Yeah, it was saying suitcases and refrigerators. So everywhere. I don't know yeah. what. Yeah, mm. but yeah, I, I get it. It seems mm. AI is eager to say an answer, even if it doesn't it's have yeah. the information. I want to I want to yes. please you. I want to please you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes if you follow up and ask it, it will correct itself. Ah, sometimes okay. realizes yeah. that it. I mean, if you, yeah, it's so. It's like a child. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. I, when I ask my 10-year-old, uh, oh, no, 11-year-old nephew, I'm like, oh, what is this thing? Oh, and he just wants to answer really fast. Right, 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 right. really paying attention. It's a helicopter. Go, <laughs> I mean, sometimes it would be obvious, like, in the sense of the, the helicopter. It's pretty obvious that there's not a Unless helicopter behind it. Was a toy? Maybe no, it was no, a no, Lego helicopter. Well, that's true, but you probably at least have an idea what was on that shelf, and you'd be like, I don't have any toy I mean, I didn't know if my son put some. Like, well, yeah, that's a fair point. Little helicopters yeah, yeah. on mm. my shelf. It, it wasn't there. I went and searched. No. <laughs> I guess, like, yeah, if something sounds a little unusual, you have to just mm -hmm. try it again and see if it says the yeah. same thing. It's probably a good idea. Like, yeah. if you are, if your middle office says toilet, maybe don't trust it. <laughs> you, might, you might want to double check. Uh, yes, Jonathan from the chat. Yes, using stories of similar hallucinations. Please, okay. uh, regale us. Um, Google Lookout has identified someone's car as their purse. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> I mean, you do. people do have a tendency to just throw stuff in their car similar to their purse, so I could see maybe uh, an analogy there. That yeah. But I could see, uh, it seems like it sometimes has difficulty with reflections of objects, mm, yes. uh, where sure. it won't necessarily know what, how to deal with the image of something that's warped by a bent yeah, no. that makes like sense. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, sure. like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm um, so. Why I'm excited about yeah. AI having access to video so mm, that it can correct itself, you know, it, it can corroborate between yeah. different frames yeah, of the yeah. video. Yes. Like, is that object really what I'm saying? Yeah. Hopefully. Although, Hopefully. Although I wonder if it's using video like that, how it will present the information in a way that's manageable, you know? Well, I, yeah, I, it's AI. It can do it. And, I, <laughs> I, and here's a, a thought, and I don't know why this wouldn't be possible. I just, mm. just got to figure out how to implement it. But will AI provide us the ability to have audio description for every video uh, available? Yeah, I mean, that would be amazing. You know what I mean? So? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't want to use it for a movie because obviously it's person. always going to be behind because yeah. I can't do it. It's got to figure it out and mm. speak it. But, mm -hmm. but in cases of, of video content that isn't audio described, mm -hmm. why not be able to have a, a, a GPT plug-in that, you know, that, that does mm -hmm. it Yeah, that you. would I mean, be I, I think from accessibility, it'd be amazing. Yeah. If you, from, um, from what I know and have heard, you mm -hmm. can uh, paste video links to some chat, uh, no, not chat GPT, I think it's Google Bard, and mm. it will describe what's going on hmm. to a certain extent. Very cool. Sure. Um, so the only problem with all cool. of this, of course, is that the New York Times is suing OpenAI yeah. because <laughs> uh, OpenAI has basically stolen a bunch of data in order to train their well, model. That's, that's where it stole the internet, pretty much. Yeah, stole everybody's <laughs> data, so there could be the biggest class action lawsuit of all time. I mean, uh, 
it seems like there may be some stumbling blocks, which would be very unfortunate from an accessibility standpoint, but you can kind of see where these companies are coming from. Um, We've yeah. been dealing with data security issues mm. for decades. Very true. And mm -hmm. AI is probably going to be something that actually uh, forces us to make some new policies on how people deal with data collection. I, yeah. I feel like, yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting because I do believe... <clears throat> that AI, there's no question that AI is the future, and there's no question that AI is going to be almost in everything in the future. Mm. I mean, from, from except for people, from your plan. No, I no, I I think there'll be AI implants that are <laughs> that are oh, yeah. that you're doing. So I was going to say know. people people will stop thinking because artificial intelligence <laughs> well, does the thinking. We're already doing that without, without exactly. mobile phones. Yeah. That's very true. <laughs> but, I, but I do think we will be <laughs> at some point. They're going to. These kind of class actions and stuff, they're mm. going to have to come up with something because I, I think AI is too important and too powerful to just stop because of, mm -hmm. of, of these class actions. I and, you think know, that's I, what open AI is banking on. Yeah, you can't yeah. put the cat back in the bag. No, I think, yeah, I think that's a good you, observation. You're very right. I think they've, they've done enough to potentially prove it. And I, I find it interesting because, yes, it scraped New York Times, but it's not like it's... Get just spitting out the the New York Times article word for word, you know what I mean? It's but it is. I, I it's, it is. It's, it's paraphrasing it, I guess. So. Yeah, I, I think there's an argument to be made. There. Yeah, I, I, whatever. All right, we we don't We're we don't not lawyers. No, exactly. Thank God. Uh, we don't have a lot of time left. So uh, quickly, Carrie, you are a fan of the Android, and Corey and I are fans of the Apple. Uh, so. In three words or oh. less, please tell us why Android is better than Apple. Go. Maybe she doesn't feel it is. Oh, wait, I, I'm making an assumption there. <laughs> yeah. if, if you don't feel it is, you can say it is not. Okay. <laughs> well, for me, yep. it's um, customization. Mm-hmm. Um, Gosh, only three words? Uh, you can do as many yeah. as you want. Yeah, don't yeah, take okay. the restrictions don't away. Don't listen to him. I never do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I just feel that on Android, I have the choice. Mm -hmm. Instead of Apple choosing for me is the number one thing. Yeah, uh, sure. I, I, I mean, I don't have any issue with iPhones in general. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have one. I yeah. have an iPhone. I have an iPad. I used to have an um, Apple Watch until I gave it to my mom. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I would love to get a, a Mac, but uh, Android just works better for me, especially uh, as somebody who still uses magnification. Mm -hmm. I find iPhone magnification and Zoom frustrating, especially when you use it with a screen reader because mm -hmm. I'm a hybrid user. I use both. Mm -hmm. yeah. And using it together is just frustrating. Um, but, I mean, I, I always advocate for you find the platform and the operating system that works best for you. Yeah. And don't let people tell you yeah, that, you know, sure. it sucks or the other one's better. Find what works best for you. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, good. And Android just works yeah. best for me. Yeah, that's, that's some wise so, words. They're so close to being this. I mean, they're, they're, it's wonderful that we have options to choose from. I mm. remember the days when we didn't. It was a Symbian phone mm. and that was what you got. And, mm -hmm. and I guess you, yeah. But it, it's great that we have these options. But um, I think you're right. It's just whatever works best for you. And I, I wonder sometimes how much of it is what you start with. Too, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, what you're comfortable with. I find my biggest, I love Android. My biggest issue, though, and I, and I don't know if it's just me, but I find that my taps 
and my gestures don't work on Android the same way they do on the iPhone. Mm. I find I that... Oh, go ahead, Carrie. No, yes. I would actually 100% agree for some reason. I'm, I'm not really sure what it is. On iOS, it's more responsive. You can touch it with a lighter touch, mm. and it usually responds. Um, whereas on Android, you kind of have to, you know, be more boss-like. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> be more assertive sometimes. Um, but yeah, I will say it has improved a lot. Sure. Especially, I would say, with the latest Samsung devices and um, the Pixel 8 Pro especially mm. uh, has a huge improvement on that. Do me a favor, Carrie. Not, not now, but I'd be just curious and maybe I'll connect with you via email. But I was setting up a Pixel 8 yesterday and the way that I always use the phone is I hold it in my right hand and then use my right thumb to just do everything. Swipe, tap. I, mm -hmm. for the life of me, no matter how many times I tried, I could not get it to recognize a double tap with my thumb. <laughs> Every time I had to then put the phone in my left hand and use my right index finger, very very uh, prescribed mm. to get it to do it. So I try it with your thumb sometime. I'm just curious, but... That's, That's what I always use. Yeah, okay, cool. So is okay, so you going. Maybe my thumb has no uh, no electric pulses going through. Yeah, so you, you have a dead thumb. It recognizes that you're an iPhone user. Yeah, we're going to mess with this guy. Like uh, All right, well, yeah. uh, we uh, have unfortunately reached the end of our show. But, uh, yes, if people who are not familiar with Carrie would like to go and check out her wonderful content, including yes. a lot of uh, cool Android accessibility stuff. And, this week uh, in helicopters. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, the, uh, and the podcast and uh, the shorts and all the cool stuff. You can, of course, go to youtube.com forward slash carry on accessibility. I'm hoping that that's correct, Carrie. Did I get that right? <laughs> it's at... Okay, and ah, thank you for correcting YouTube me. YouTube now, yes. uh, you have to, I have to put an at before anybody's username. You okay. Do. Okay. Oh, well, we should probably, I guess we should have known that. I yeah. Even know so that. nobody can ever find our channel. <laughs> but you can also head over to carryonaccessibility.com. Yes. C a r r i e. No. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and I bet you. Mm. Go out on a limb here. Mm -hmm. I bet you you can get to all of her stuff from her website. That would be logical. It would uh, be fun. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. So, uh, Carrie, thank you very much for coming on. We would love to have you back again another time when we could perhaps delve into some other topics, talk more about uh, Android and any other assistive technology devices which you are particularly fond of. I would love to pick your brain further. So, uh, hopefully we can arrange that. And obviously, we've enjoyed having your fans in our chat today. So. Yeah, while yeah. your fans are in, do us a big favor. Hit a, hit a little like and a subscribe. I mean, do it for Carrie. I mean, really. If you hated us, that's fine. You're such a manipulator. I, I can't told, believe you've lowered yourself told, to this. I'm a very big manipulator. I know. Uh, ignore what Corey said. If what? you if you liked the video, then give it a like. But don't feel like you have to for Carrie's sake. Okay. Oh, I think Carrie should guilt you guys all right now. <laughs> you guys should. You should guys should definitely hit. The oh wow. She said to do it. And Corey, I would love it if you guys come over on a live stream sometime soon too. Oh yeah, let's we, do it. We, that would be we awesome. More than happy. You, yes. Yeah, let's connect, and you just let us know what works. 
Yes, we'd be more than happy to come. That would be great. And if people uh, would like to go to our YouTube channel, well, yeah, we're I'm not sure there. what it is. Well, you're already there, yeah. Uh, but uh, in case if you go on youtube.com forward slash, well, at Vision Forward Tech Connect, I guess. Yeah, but uh, anyway, you should be there already. So while you're there, why not check out a few of our, our videos? Now, we haven't had a produced video for a little while. We'll have our Iris Vision Live 2.0 coming out a, next week, Thursday. We'll yeah. be shooting that, a, a reshoot of that tomorrow yes. because we want the best product for you, our viewers. I think this is our first ever like reshoot, that. isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Uh, in the it meantime... It goes against your policy. I know, it yeah. Is, it? Well, it was actually so bad that it had to go <laughs> No, it wasn't that bad. Uh, but while you wait for that, go check out our last Tech Connect Live. We did talk about the Iris, Live, Iris Vision Live 2.0 and the mm. Idaptic 5. Also, check out our uh, Vision Forward YouTube Christmas Carol video. Oh, yeah. That was actually a lot of fun That's to do. Good. Very different than what we typically do. Mm. Um, but uh, if you're a fan of Spaceballs, the movie, mm -hmm. uh, Luke and, and the Christmas Carol. Recorded, yeah, we met mm. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. end. The ending. Wait till the very, very end. Mm. There's a also, you, you can see the future of our channel when we you can. We looked into the future. Yeah, we, we found out yeah. that we have 500 million subscribers by uh, 23 something or another. Yeah, so. we're giving out bionic eyes. We are giving out. Just, guys. We're just to a thousand. Up to a thousand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, go check out that video. We had a lot of fun making it, and I think we think people will enjoy it. Thanks again, Carrie. Uh, it's been great having you on. Hopefully, we will be able to connect uh, again. And uh, for the moment, we will say goodbye. Thanks, guys. Thanks a lot. Bye for now. Bye now. Bye bye. Thanks for joining us for another Tech Connect Live. If you enjoyed Corey and Luke's antics, be sure to join us next time. For all things Tech Connect, go to vision-forward.org slash techconnect.